moving on now to some non-NFL stuff. We're getting into the home stretch of the college football season. Last week, the first playoff rankings were released, and let's break down the playoff. Yeah, uh, so Alabama is the number one team. They're sitting pretty. Uh, is there any way that they don't make the playoff at this point? I can't envision a scenario, no. I think even if they lose the SEC championship, they're still going to get in. I agree, yeah. Um, I think they have LSU left, which normally would be frightening or if they had last year's team, but I think Alabama has that game. And then maybe there's one additional game too, but uh, Probably. I agree. I think they can survive a, a loss in the championship. Yeah, right now Notre Dame's two, uh, Clemson is three. It looks like the two will meet in the ACC title game. Do both of these schools get in? Um, I say it depends on the result of that game. So say Notre Dame wins, uh, they have two wins over Clemson, meaning Clemson has two losses. Uh, I would say Clemson does not make the playoff in that scenario. If Clemson wins in a blowout, then maybe they... Uh, they leapfrog Notre Dame, and then Notre Dame is on the outside looking in. But if the game is close at all and it goes the way of Clemson, which I think is what's going to happen, both these schools get in. You said it best right there. I have nothing more to add. So normally we give Ohio State spot four and move on. However, they've had two games canceled. And if a third is canceled, they can miss out on the Big Ten Championship. How much will a conference title help the Buckeyes case? I would say a lot. Um, they're currently 4-0. They had two games canceled, as you just said. And because they have an outbreak within their program, <clears throat> uh, it's possible that, that their game against Michigan State could be canceled. And should that happen, like they'll mit- they would miss the championship game. And if that happens, then they only play five games all year. And I just really don't see a uh, you know the playoff committee letting in a 5 a 5 and 0 team into the playoff. <laughs> yeah. I think if I think they really need to win their the Big 10 championship if they want to get it. Basically just like you said, if they don't well, that's the next question actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so are the Big 12 and the Pac-12 both out of the conversation? I say yes, they are. Um, Oklahoma has two losses. Iowa State has two losses. And then the Pac-12 just hasn't really played enough games, I think, to get in. So, hey, maybe a group of five team will get in. I have my fingers crossed, but... uh. But yeah, I agree. Much like the uh, the person the uh, the playoff in SEC shorts hit the buzzer as soon as you see Big Twelve, not this year. No, not this year. So as so you Cincinnati, mentioned, yeah, I'm sorry. You can go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. You sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cincinnati is seventh at eight. No, let's say they went out, including the American Athletic Championship, and end the season ten and zero. Would you put them in the playoff if Ohio State goes 5-0 and misses the championship? So I'd say if Ohio State, if they run the table, if they make the championship and they win it, they're 7-0, I say they get in. But 
like I said, I just really don't see, you know, a five and O team getting into the playoffs. Like I, uh, I don't know. I just don't think that's too big enough a sample size. And so say that happens, then I don't know who else you put in. If you assume that, uh, Bama Clemson and Notre Dame are the first couple teams, I don't know who who would who else would get that fourth spot, and maybe it's the year to give it to Cincinnati. Yeah, I I agree. I think if Ohio State wants to make the playoffs, like we said, they need to win their conference championship game. Uh, if they don't, if they have enough games canceled or five and zero, let's say, sure, put it and Cincinnati wins out. Excuse me, and sure, put Cincinnati in or. How about Coastal wins out? They're in the group of five. They're undefeated right now. And what are they? Number 15? Sounds right. Uh, some that consider. But I'd say Cincinnati's probably better than Coastal is. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you're on the committee. Who are you putting in? Uh, right now? If it's season ended today? Sure. Yeah. Let's go Okay. Uh, I'd say Alabama at number one. Notre Dame at two. Clemson at three. Ohio State four. If ended today. Mm-hmm. Right now, I would agree on the first three, but I would give the fourth spot to Texas A&M. That's, that's a good choice. They're yeah. they a wild card because they can't play in the SEC championship game, but they only have one loss, and it's to the uh, number one seeded Alabama. So, I don't know. They really are a wild card. Hmm. For some reason, A&M slipped my mind. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, they must have 7-1 uh, now maybe, but like – like a, like we said, they can't make the championship because you need an East representative and a West yeah. representative. So it'll be interesting to see if they get in like Alabama got in a couple of years ago without a uh, without a championship appearance. Sure. I wouldn't be surprised if it happened. Anyway, moving on now to our favorite baseball league, the KBO. The NC Dinos are champions. Congratulations, Ryan. They beat the Doosan Bears 4-2, and two, and their trophy was a sword, and quite frankly, it looked amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, considering I picked this team at random, I'm really happy with how the season turned out. It was a lot of fun to follow the NC Dinos. Uh, I don't know, maybe I'll have to you know, just keep following them and stuff. Uh, yeah, incredible year, and I believe this is their first ever uh, Korean championship, so amazing wow. job, and if any of... Uh, anyone hears this over there well done (laughs) yes absolutely we have a very big korean listening population (laughs) absolutely uh okay sorry uh so college basketball it started on wednesday who do you think will win it all this year i'll be honest i haven't been paying too much attention to college basketball i know gonzaga looks pretty pretty nice they're ranked number one and beat gosh another top five team i feel like Auburn. that's right and were they top five 
Oh, Kansas. That's who it was. Kansas, I'm sorry. And Auburn. Yes. Wow. They're good. They beat Kansas and Auburn already. They're looking pretty nice. I'm, I've always been cautious when doing my bracket about having Gonzaga go far. But you know what? This year, why not? Full send Gonzaga. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have been following college basketball, and I still have no idea. <laughs> so... I I really don't know. I think the best thing to do here is to pick a random team. Um, I will go North Texas. Hey. UNT. Why not UNT? Sarah Fuller became the first woman to play in an SEC and Power 5 game when she kicked for Vanderbilt. Um, Vanderbilt, unfortunately, though, did not get close enough for a field goal attempt or score a touchdown, and so all she did was a kickoff and didn't have the chance to score points. Ryan, what was your dream scenario for this game? Let's see. So first off, well, well done. Uh, it's always great to you know break barriers in football or in, in sports in general. But uh, but yeah, the moment was great. The kick itself. In my opinion, wasn't that great, but still, I mean, the moment's awesome, and hopefully she has, you know, another chance this week, depending on how the COVID situation works out. In terms of my dream scenario for the game, it would either be her kicking a game winner, or having a kick get blocked, and then chase down someone who's returning the kick. That would be an all-time moment right there. Absolutely. Both those scenarios would have been cool. Um, yeah, I hope she gets another chance, though, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the Lions' Matt Patricia and Vanderbilt's head football coach, Derek Mason, were fired after their losses. Uh, is there any other coach we would do a See You Again uh, clip for? Man, maybe Frank Martin? Possibly. Possibly. I can't really think of anyone else, though. Yeah, I mean, I can't think of anyone either, but I guess we'll know at the time. (laughs) There we go. Syracuse football spiked the ball on fourth down to end the game. It's not funny, actually. Is that the worst way to end the game? I just now remember that uh, Booger McFarland advised the Bills to do the same thing in the playoffs last year. (laughs) Oh, they should run it here on third down and then spike the ball after. Which, oh man, I just now remembered that. <laughs> that. That was a good moment. Um, I mean, there are definitely worse ways to, you know, lose a game. And, I mean, I can understand just an issue like this coming up. It's too bad for Syracuse because they've had a rough season and this was a winnable game for them. But sometimes it's just how it plays out. All right, well, let's move on now to our Gamecock sports update. Last week, the women's soccer team played in the FBC tournament. They beat Missouri and lost to number one Arkansas in the semifinals. Congratulations on an excellent season. And I think they're playing this spring, correct? And uh, hope that goes well. Mm-hmm. Side note, uh, Arkansas would go on to lose to Vanderbilt, who, uh, you know, their goalkeeper, Sarah Fuller, uh, you, might, you might know her from, you know, such appearances as the football game. But, uh, but yes, uh, great week for her. Great fall season for our women's team. Uh, six and two. 
then you go to the tournament seven and three after that. Pretty good. It's it's stuff to build on. And we sort of knew this would be a rebuilding type year after a bunch of key seniors left. Uh, thank you to Anna Patton. She's a defender from Britain. She's likely going to go pro and, you know, not play in the spring. Definitely understand, and we wish her the best of luck. Absolutely. Um, the South Carolina football team lost two weeks ago to Missouri 17-10. The big story was how freshman Luke Doty went in at quarterback for the second half and led a partial comeback. What do you think about Ryan Holinsky? I'm a little surprised that, you know, he didn't get the start. I mean, at the beginning of the uh, the season, it was a fight between him, Holinsky, and, uh, and Colin Hill, in which Colin Hill ultimately won. So maybe it's just with the change in head coach, uh, Mike Bobo liked Luke Doty from the start, perhaps. And maybe he liked him over Holinsky, but... I am surprised that he got leapfrogged there, and I certainly hope for the best for him. He seems like a great guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he's definitely a very talented quarterback, but I think right now Luke Doty should be the starter. He's more mobile. We don't have a great offensive line. doesn't have much protection, so you know, Luke Doty's more mobile. He can get away, and he's really quick with his passes. That's what I noticed in the most recent game, and I'd like to see him that. And I think Luke Doty's the guy to go with him right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the great or the good thing about being bad right now, there's no other way of saying it. But yeah. like these final three games, we can basically use them as scrimmages, see what works, see what doesn't work, see what player combinations are good for the next season. So we have the advantage of like these bonus exhibition games, sort of. But anyway, uh, they they definitely are exhibitions because uh, we lost again on Saturday to Georgia, forty five sixteen. I would hope this was an exhibition. I would not want this to count. But uh, do you have any major reaction to this? No, not really. It wasn't super surprising, honestly. Rashad Smith, I was out with a concussion and. Kevin Harris was absolutely balling, though, like usual. But the score itself, I'm not super surprised. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, Yeah, I agree with that completely. Head coach update. Liberty's Hugh Freeze said he was not interested in the South Carolina job. It's reported that Jamie Chadwell from Coastal has been interviewed. Oklahoma offensive coordinator Shane Beamer is a popular name this week as is Army's Jeff Munkin and West Virginia's Neil Brown. Are there any of those names you like? Uh, So I just heard today about Neil Brown being a potential candidate. I mean, I think that's interesting. He always has a really, you know, solid program year in and year out at West Virginia. So if we could get him to, you know, come down out of the mountains, that'd be kind of cool. And I officially take back my request for James Franklin of Penn State, (laughs) I just don't like his uh, the culture there that he has uh, created. So that that request has been rescinded. Mm. I I kind of like the idea of hiring Shane Beamer. I think he worked at South Carolina football back in the day, based on what I read. It's like recruiting coordinator or something. He's in the Big Twelve, an offensive coordinator, so big offense guy. 
and that's kind of what we need personally, I think. And yeah. uh, it'd be cool to see him. Mm-hmm, definitely. So uh, that's all the games. So let's preview the basketball season, starting with the men's team. What do you expect this year? Uh, I think it'll be we'll be a little over five hundred. I think that'll be our final record. It's nice to transfer Seventh Woods from UNC eligible, um, and we return everyone, which helps. But I think lends a few games above five hundred. I'd say that's accurate. Um, yeah, like, I'd say our non-conference schedule looks pretty easy. Uh, if you take out the um, the game with Houston, that's coming up this week. They're ranked. But, um, but yeah, if you put that aside, non-conference looks easy. Um, conference schedule, it's pretty much a toss-up. But, yeah, I, I agree. A couple of games over 500 sounds realistic. Yeah. What about the team? Okay. So they won their first game by 81 points. So I'd say we're in pretty good shape. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I think we're in good shape going forward. Um, you know, I'm going to say national championship. Why not? Man, boom or bust. I like it. Bust. I um I mean I sort of think we'll have a a year like UConn had last year. For any other team it'd be like a really good season. But I'm expecting, you know, maybe three or four losses. Maybe we don't get the SEC title, which is still really good. And I mean we lost two one thousand point scores last year to the WNBA, so that's gotta have an impact and we have a game against nc state coming up this week who's a top 10 team so that's a really good uh marker i guess you'd say to see where we are absolutely so ryan is there anyone you would like to shout out uh yeah uh mentioned him before ryan halinski um great guy he met uh a kid named banks he's a young gamecocks fan as a part of the uh dream on three program it's sort of like Make-A-Wish, but it was for sports experiences. You know, just the fact that he took time to do that, and it's just really cool. It shows that he's a great person, which we already knew, but he seems like a really likable guy. Absolutely. You know, I'm just going to have to go with Sarah Fuller. Um, definitely congratulations to her on her amazing accomplishment, and uh, hope you have more opportunities going forward. Congratulations. Same here. So that'll bring us to the end of episode 26, and finals week is next week. So, you know, if you're a listener of the show, we've made it pretty clear that school comes first, and it's possible we'll postpone or cancel next week's show because of that. Then again, maybe not. Who knows? I guess we'll just find out. Yeah, absolutely. Tune in maybe next week as we, (laughs) maybe next week, as we break down week 13 of the NFL Reflect on the season that was for Gamecock football and anything else that happens in the world of sports. Good plan. Uh, be sure to follow us on Twitter at Kicker and WB. That's at Kicker, the word and WB, where you can see a lot of my bad predictions about the NFL week. <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, that goes for me, too. Well, that's all for this week. 
Thank you for tuning in. Until next time, keep the laces out. And stay hydrated.